the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and you're stuck with me for the probably the next uh, two hours. But if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960. First of all, to all you mothers out there, happy Mother's Day a day early. I hope that uh, you have a wonderful day surrounded by your family, your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, all that kind of stuff. And... Um, and so I wish you the best, and I wish you all the happiness in the world, and hopefully you'll have a day that you and your family will remember, and that's a good thing. So today we're talking about cars, and you're welcome to call in and ask a car question. You can say, what do you think of the new VW Bugs? These are questions I've had this last week. <laughs> what do you think about the new VW Bug? Um, I My motorhome won't start, and the key won't go all the way in. Um, I had somebody take the tank out of my Dodge van. They um, fixed a a hole in it. They put it back in. I think they didn't put in what I needed. I think they put in a smaller tank, and now it's leaking again. What do you think I can, what are my options? That kind of stuff. But if you have a car question, we start with year, make, and model, and miles, and then we talk about symptoms, and that's kind of a give and take. When it when it doesn't start, is it cold or hot? You answer. Um, does it always do it? No. Will it go days and be fine, and then go days and intermittently not crank over? Yes. That's the kind of give and take that we have. I'm only as good as the information you give me. So if you call in and you tell me what all the guys in Google said, all the YouTube said, what your neighbor said, um, what the uh, voodoo doll and the guy that has a crystal ball say, it doesn't really move us forward because oftentimes I don't even have the symptoms. So I can't really chime in and agree with one of those guys if I don't really know what they knew. So it's kind of symptom-driven, 602-508-0960. And... It's no secret that the women are much better at this calling in than the guys are for that reason. They just kind of will stick to the symptoms. We, You have all kinds of issues. You have oil leaks and you have bad motor mounts and you have a hesitation and the car won't do 60 but it'll do 55 and the car pulls to the right. And I ask questions like, all the time, on city streets, on highways, flat highway, because that makes a difference. That's what it's all about. It's just a matter of talking. Now, this is really nothing more than front counter, a discussion. So the customer comes in. Most staff at most garages are trained to 
Hi, how can I help you? Have you been in before? Oh, let me make a customer file for you. Tell me what you got, what you're making model, how many miles it's got on. Then tell me what's going on with the car right now. Now, that's difficult sometimes if the problem is intermittent. That's really difficult for us because we can't possibly take the time to go drive this car every morning or every afternoon at 3 o'clock and that not be billable time. So sometimes when you have an intermittent problem, you have two choices. Start guessing with your money based on our guess, and I say our, that's the auto repair industry, or wait till it gets worse and easier to find. It's not uncommon to have a car that cranks over but doesn't start. The engine doesn't run. Um, and then it only does it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, it, it acts up. The 2 o'clock in the afternoon doesn't really bother us. Um, we're not going to chase the 2 o'clock in the afternoon thing. What we're going to look at, if it cranks over, but it doesn't catch and the motor doesn't start, then typically it's fuel or spark. So now we kind of have to figure out which one that is. And if you'll help us, you'll save anywhere from 100 to $200 an hour if you'll participate in the testing. It's not uncommon for us to give our customers an old spark plug and say, let us demonstrate this because this will help us. You crank it and it goes, but it doesn't start. It's 2 o'clock. Open the hood. I've got this wire sitting here and I've already greased it up so it comes off really easy. Put the spark plug I gave you, set it right here. Now you watch when I crank over. And I crank over and you hear, snap, snap, snap. And they go, oh, I can see it. Well, I can hear it from the steering wheel. So you'll be able to hear it too unless you're on I-10. So that's what I need to know because if, in fact, it's got spark, then it has to be fuel because those are the only two things. And it runs on Wednesday. Yes, it does. Well, it's not the motor. It's not the ignition. It's based on what we got here. We got spark but no fuel. A lot of times you'll be missing both because the signal generator is tied to both. So then we have to say, okay, well, the fuel system, if it runs good and runs fine, the fuel system and the ignition are good, but it doesn't start and run here, and we don't have spark or fuel delivery. Sometimes we'll give you a can of carb spray, and we'll set up a hose for you. So if you crank it over and it doesn't start, we want you to take this carburetor can, and we want you to stick the straw in this hose, and we want you to spray it for 10 seconds, and put a rag over the top of it, 10 seconds. And then take your rag off and go back in the car and see if it'll start. And if it starts and runs for a minute and then dies, you just saved yourself a lot of diagnosis because it's the fuel system. So the fuel pump's in the tank. It sends, it goes through the filter. The fuel goes through a filter. Then it goes to the engine. And then what the engine doesn't use is sent back to the pump and the tank. So because of that, if you say, after a long time of cranking, it'll finally start. Well, we're going to look at the fuel pump and the fuel pressure. It's easier. It's not the fuel pump, the fuel filter and the fuel pressure. It's real easy for us to just attach equipment to that and to go, oh, well, you need 40 pounds of pressure and you only have 18. Cycle the key one more time, off and then on. Oh, it's dropping. It's 16. Cycle the key on one more time. This is a conversation that saves you money. I'm not trying to get you to diagnose your own car. I'm trying to get you to understand that if you participate in those intermittent problems, it'll save you a lot of money. It's not uncommon 
for one of my staff to have someone come in, and most of the time it's women, <laughs> um, and they come in and they have a wonderful description of the car. Now, in a car, there's pattern failures. So we have this Chevrolet truck between 1992 and 1998. When you had this problem, we knew what it was to fix. But we don't have that much anymore because the cars are so sophisticated. So we see pattern failures, and we know what's going on if you've got an eco-diesel from Dodge and all of a sudden you've got a bunch of drivability problems, and we already know that the EGR cooler is bad. So those are the kinds of things we have. Gil, who have you got? We have Bob. Bob, good morning. Hi, Mark. Hi. Remember last week that guy called from Queen Creek, and he had that Dodge that was throwing codes, and another yes. shop told him he needed a new turbo for eight grand. Yeah. He was going to bring it in. Yeah. Did he bring it into your shop? I have no idea. I have oh, no okay. idea. But I'll tell you what, on one of the breaks, I'll call my son and ask him. So I, I, I was just I wondering know. what was really wrong. It sounded well, kind of fishy. Because he said he didn't have any drivability issues, and he was throwing codes, and they wanted to sell him a new turbo right off the bat. Well, I, I did talk to Alan. And, and, folks, my son owns a diesel performance diesel repair shop. And I did talk to him, and I told him, and I, I actually played the tape for him. And uh, I said, what do you think? And, and he said the same thing you did, and I already thought that too. All three of us said the same thing. We, I asked him specifically, how's the power and the performance? And he goes, fine. And so I knew the turbo, because, folks, the turbocharger adds a significant amount of performance to your engine. So if you drive without a turbo, it's going to be tough to get 60 miles an hour, and you're never going to pull a trailer behind that truck. But on the other hand, if you throttle up and that thing takes off like its tailgate's on fire, then the turbo's fine. So that's why I asked those questions, and he said it runs fine, but they told him he needed a turbo. I think, Bob, you'll agree that my advice was go get a second opinion was a good idea. (laughs) Because you can, here's the the bad, you put that turbo in, and it's an eight grand bill, and it doesn't fix the car. Then what does the shop do? And then they may subcontract that car to another shop, and the shop says, oh, you've got a bad connection right here at this harness at the injector rail. So they fixed that, that harness, and that would have been a two or $300 find it and fix it. But they don't say anything about that. They charge you eight grand, And they fixed it, but they, you also bought a new turbo you didn't need. So those are the kinds of things. Now, I can tell you 90% of the shops that I know of play by the rules. 90% of the, my friends that have shops that I respect play by the rules. If a technician misdiagnoses it and puts an eight grand turbo on it and it doesn't run any better, the turbo's coming off. Or the turbo stays on because the labor to take it off exceeds the value of the turbo. So just leave it on there. So we have to cut our losses as we go along. But, Bob, I, I don't have any idea. But I'll call Alan and see if, the, if he did take it in. And uh, we'll go All from right. there. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thank you, Bob. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem. Oh, and we've got one. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Dave. Dave, good morning. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I, uh, I have a 1994 Chevrolet uh, Silverado half-ton pickup who uh, just recently has started to uh, have idling problems. Okay. And the, the symptom is that uh, it, it surges. It's like the, the idle speed will be up and down, up and down. But it, it, uh, sometimes it'll 
start up and run fine, and later that will start happening. And then other times it, it starts up from the get-go when I turn the car on. So okay. just wondering what you might think was going on there. Okay, so what I hear you saying is is that the temperature of the car, whether it's hot or cold, really doesn't make any difference because sometimes it's there cold and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's there hot and sometimes it isn't, right? Correct. Okay, good. See how we're making progress. Yep. Has anybody been underneath the hood twisting screws? Um, well, your son I, or I your wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but. The truck is solely mine, and uh, if anybody's been in there, I have. And I had had the hood up on that thing probably for six months just because, uh, you know, it's about my oil change interval. And uh, and so when I when this started happening, of course, I popped the hood and just kind of looked around the accelerator cable and, and just to see what was going on and see if that was moving at all. But beyond that, uh, no. Okay. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty solitary. Okay. I think... Um, how many miles are on your pickup? Uh, it's about 170,000. Okay, 170K. There is lots that can go wrong in and around the throttle body. The idle air control motor can go crazy on us or get dirty and carboned up. It's easy okay. to determine which one it is with the proper equipment, the scan tools. So we see the idle air control motor go to 20, and we know that that's kind of a high idle. And then all of a sudden it drops to 8, and then it goes to 10 for no reason, and there's no command from the computer to do that. So we go, okay, well, we need to look at the idle air control motor. We have to synchronize three things. We have to synchronize the RPM. We have to synchronize what we call base idle, and then we have to synchronize the operation of the idle air control motor. And and that's why I ask you if anybody was turning screws. Um, always, yeah. the guy gets in there and he looks at the, he finds the idle screw and he starts twisting it. Once you do that, you're done, because you've taken yeah. the synchronization out of it. I'm thinking yeah. that the diagnosis on this one. I got to cover all the shops in town, so I take my number and split it. <laughs> so okay. I'm saying ninety or no yeah. seventy-five, eighty on the low side, maybe one ten on the high side, and I think it's possible, possible, not probable, but possible, that you go in and you do a little cleaning here and do a little cleaning there, and you balance everything out. Boom, it's done. So that's kind of one of those deals where it's one hundred and ten to find it and fix it. Don't count on okay. that. It could also be a vacuum leak. It also could be something uh, wrong where we have a base gas on the idle air or on the throttle body that's bad and sucking air, because if okay. we get unmetered air to the motor, the motor does the computer doesn't know what to do, and so when that happens, the computer kind of hunts around looking for some parameters. But you gave right. me some good symptoms, but I I think uh, I think that the problem is going to be underneath the air cleaner in the bottom line. Okay. Okay. One All more right. one more quick question. Uh, okay. I have a, a an access point of port, you know, where you plug those meters into under the dash. Yes. But I understand it's uh, an old version, uh, not as sophisticated as today's mm -hmm. newer cars. So what, it, am I going to be able to take this somewhere and have them plug into that port and it'll still read out the, the things that you say are important that we know what's going on with? Yours will work fine for a, seven, for a 94, but the okay. newer ones are backward compatible, and sometimes they're not. So it's not uncommon for me to have a scanner that covers from uh, 1998 north, and then I've got a scanner that will go back to uh, 1981 and north. 
So okay. it's, they're backward compatible. Don't worry about that. We're going to look at we're going to look at the codes. We're going to look at idle air control motor speed. Um, we're going to know the the counts on it. We're going to look for a vacuum okay. leak. That kind of stuff. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you, Dave. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you thought about investing in real estate but don't know where to start? Thinking about a home-based business to create a financial future that you control? Tune into Wealth Empowers with Dr. G and Kevin Lawrence, Sundays at 7 a.m. You'll learn the mechanics of real estate investing so that you can avoid the typical pitfalls and eliminate the trial and error that many unseasoned investors encounter. Don't wait. Take control of your future. Tune in to Wealth Empowers with Dr. G and Kevin Lawrence, Sundays at 7 a.m. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be, with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. 23 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. You're more than welcome to call us, 602-508-0960, but we're going straight to the callers because we got them. Bernie, good morning. 
Good morning, Mark. Hey, I've got a uh, 1999 Jeep Grand Cherokee, all-wheel drive. Uh, a few months ago, I started getting a little pulsation when I came gently to a stop stoplight on the uh, on the brakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, but lately, it's been scaring me when I come flying off the freeway, and if I have to apply those brakes quite hard, uh, the whole front end starts to wobble. Okay. Okay. There's one of two things. You've got a warped rotor, and the rotor doesn't run true. It looks like a record on a record player that the record's been, the old record player, has has been in the sun. And so if he shakes the steering wheel, bingo, we know the problem's in the front end, not the back end, because the back end would shake your butt. So this isn't that bad and and that tough to find. God knows what the repair's going to be. Now, it could also be anything that causes play in the front end. So it could be a wheel bearing. Um, front it could very well be that there's some suspension or one steering component, like a center link that's out of it, and it allows the wheels. Picture the two front wheels parallel to one another, but they're going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And that will cause a wobble uh-huh. as well. So the thing to do is take it to your shop and say to them, I want to demonstrate the problem to one of your technicians, please. I'm willing to wait a few minutes till you gather one up and get him all cleaned up, but I would really like the opportunity to show him the symptom so that we can get to that point as cheap as possible. Okay. Uh, I did look at my uh, my wheel bearings have about 109,000 miles on them. Is, is that a possibility that are worn out already? No, we're not going to do guessing here, but I'll tell you how to check out your front end. You put your wife in the car, and you start the thing up, and you hit the brakes, or she, you know, you put the parking brake on. So you get over to um, a position underneath or in front of the car where you can watch both front tires. You tell her to put her hands at 12 o'clock, and she goes right about three inches, then she goes neutral, and then she goes left three inches and goes to neutral. She's barely steering the steering wheel back and forth. You better see those two front tires moving complete synchronization complete. Uh-huh. If one is lagging than the other, then you got a ball joint or tie, or tie rod end, um, a control arm, you got a pitman arm that's bad, something's allowing the wheels to swing left, right, left, right, left, right, and that's your vibration. So Excellent. really and truly the diagnosis on this is pretty simple. I would be surprised if anybody charged you, a, well, I would think most everybody's between 45 and $65 to go figure it out. Excellent. Thank you, Mark. Okay, you betcha. David won, and I got David too, but David won first. David won, how can I help you? Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, I uh, um, had a question on my old classic uh, Chevy. Okay. Um, I got a response back from Daniel, uh-huh. and what I was looking for, um, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if I understood what he was saying um i have a steering column issue that i need repaired and he said that you that your shop does column repairs but i don't know if he i don't know if he mentioned or if there isn't even a shop in town anymore that repairs steering columns for old cars we repair steering columns for old cars okay i don't know what your symptoms were but um yeah and 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 no there is other places the body shops will oftentimes call someone to come in and do a steering column repair but but let me give you an example the new cars have a steering car a steering column complexity on a 1 to 10 scale 
of 12. <laughs> and, and the old cars that you're talking about, I, you didn't tell me the year, but the old Chevy, those are a, a one and a half or a two. Now, for a young buck, it may be a little bit more difficult. But we've put together steering columns from cars in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. I'm not bragging. I'm telling you, we can do it. There's other shops that can do it, too. So it's, okay. it's, it's, it, he's unable to give you an estimate based on a phone call. The car has to be in front of us. We have to diagnose what it is, and then we give you an estimate. So there's a process that I insist we follow because it's less hassle for everybody associated with it. What year is your Chevy? It's a seventy-seven with a with a tilt column. Um, what's the I guess, quickly? What's the problem? Quickly, I don't want to know. Uh, when you when you turn the ignition to start, it just it turns real fast. It it's like something is broke, and there's like a rod that you can kind of start it. But the okay, rod, stop, the stop, rod, stop. The ignition switch rotates a rod. The rod goes down the top of the column to the ignition or the to the ignition switch that's really at the top of the column down by the firewall. So if you've got a problem there, it could be that the ignition switch at the bottom of the column at the top has the nuts that adjust it are loose. So, but that is a is <laughs> that is a wild guess on my part. But pff, you're not talking about a steering column repair. <laughs> you're likely not talking about a steering column repair, but I got to run. David, too, please stick with me. Um, and I'd like to, I will get to you first. Um, 602-508-0960 for the rest of you. 602-508-0960. We have four lines open. And Bob, you called and said, did the diesel guy that needed an $8,000 turbo from last week come into my shop? And the answer is no. He didn't come in. So, you know, I, I, I'm not the soothsayer of everything. I'm not the guy that can fix everything that nobody else can. There's lots of good shops. But south of the 60, um, from way east to Ahwatukee, um, I am covering that area. And he didn't come in, so perhaps he found another diesel shop, and that's fine with me. Um, we can't possibly fix every car in the world. And right now we're booked a day in advance unless the car's towed in, and we'll do our best to kind of figure out what it is so that we can get the estimate and get the parts going. But nevertheless, if you want to go to MarkSalem.com, you can see my list of best shops throughout the state or throughout Phoenix area, paint and body, mechanical, diesel, all that kind of stuff. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Let's welcome Jeremy Kemp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can watch it now at FamilyWatchNight.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Kemp. I'm supposed to be with her. 
I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at FamilyWatchNight.com. That's FamilyWatchNight.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us, we're over here. Justin, Justin, OMG, he just looked, I love you, Justin, I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. After the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to David, just like I promised we would. David, how can I help you? Well, you are a soothsayer, I will have to say. <laughs> uh, so this is David, the one that called you last week about the diesel. Okay. And uh, it's, yeah, my son-in-law's truck. He um, had the same kind of a problem with an F-250 several years ago. And it cost him $10,000 for a turbo. And so he was just nervous. And so they went to look, and they're just going to trade it in. You know, they just wanted to get rid of it. But nobody would give him a decent price for this truck. So I talked him off the ledge and just told him to just, when I'm out of town next week, take my truck and take your truck into you guys and have it diagnosed for real. So that's the that's what happened. Okay. Okay. And uh, next uh, next week or the week after, we'll have a diagnosis. Okay. And and I already talked to Alan about it, 
And I said, yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I said, hey, son, got a minute? He goes, yeah. I said, talk to a caller, and he's got this Ford, and he's, and he's got an $8,000. He's staring at an $8,000 turbo. And uh, he goes, how does it run? <laughs> That's the first question yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> and I said, I asked him that question, bud, and he said it ran fine. And he goes, well, then it's not the turbo. And I said, that's what I told him. But I learn a lot from you, my son. <laughs> and so yeah. we're, we're waiting on it. And, and, and it'll, it'll, it'll take a few minutes to figure out what it is. But um, I'm, I'm, yeah. we work on, I want to tell you something, we work on the Ford diesels. I mean to tell you there isn't a shop that does diesel that doesn't work on the Ford diesels, except the 6.7, which is the newer Model 1. But the 6.0-liter and the 6.4, the 6.0-liter, we made a lot of money. The 6.4 is kind of a middle, and the 6.7 is a fine, fine motor, and right, hurts me to okay. say that about the Ford. But anyway, thank you very much, David. Number two, thank you very much. Let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. In Mesa, there's lots of repair shops, but they have to apply to be on Mark's Best Car Repair Shop list, and Thompson's has, and some of the others that have applied simply just weren't able to meet the standards that I insist. So Thompson's is on Main Street, just east of Stapley, been around a long time, since 1970, and you only have to meet Brian or Thelma, husband and wife, to know why I like them so much. Plus, they both come from families, the Vivian family and uh, and the Thompson family, both of them, their history is gas stations back to the late 50s, early 60s. So they've been around the smell of gas a long time, and they're really a good shop. Who have we got next, or do we have anybody? Lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. you got a one-in-five chance of getting in. I'll tell you about another trans- another shop that's in Phoenix that's a transmission shop that I refer people to, and that's Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the road. Phil's been around since 1968. He knows the old ones and the new ones, and the fundamentals haven't changed. It's the old ones did something mechanical, and the new ones do it electronically with solenoids. So that's the difference. They really have a kind of thing, but you have to know what you're doing, and you have to have the fundamental knowledge before you can fix the solenoid and the commands and the grounds and the power. So if you're looking for a transmission shop, Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix, again, 40th Street on the north side of 40th and Washington on the north side of the street is a great place to be. It's it's important to know that all the all the shops on my website marksalem.com have been vetted, and I'll tell you what I promise you. It's it's in writing. It says that if you go to one of my best shops and you have a problem and then you apply some kind of an arbitration or mediation and someone determines that the shop didn't do a good job and the shop refuses to fix your car or give you a refund three things shop's gone and number one i will either fix the car for free or i will make the refund that's all there is to it so if they charge you twenty five hundred dollars for a transmission and it doesn't work and the shop says tough luck then i'll fix your transmission up to five thousand dollars and I'm going to kick the shop off my list. That's happened a couple of times. The list started in the early 90s, and nobody else had a referral list like I did. Obviously, everybody's got one now for plumbers and electricians and all that kind of stuff. But I want to tell you, the first one was in early 90s, and that was me. And because the question I had the most was, is I live in, in the uh, Central Avenue area near Indian School, and I want to know the name of a good shop. And so today I would say, go to Dave Martin. 
Martin's Auto. He's a good guy. He's in that area. And if you work in that area, he'll take you to work. So that's kind of how it works out. But I don't monitor these guys every day, and I'm not their daddy. And if they just don't do what they're supposed to do, it's not uncommon to remove them from the list. And and believe me, I've done that a couple times. So if you have any questions right now, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, then 888-960-9696. Toll free, 888-960-9696. And don't forget, this company is owned by Salem Communications, and my name is Mark Salem, so if you have a complaint, you need to know that. <laughs> There's no relationship, but it's doggone funny. Larry Elder sees the layers of hypocrisy piling up. Anthony Fauci, the top guy, the guy that people on the left trust. Third week in February. We got this. Not a problem. But Donald Trump is incompetent. It's stunning. Joe Biden criticized Donald Trump for restricting travel from China. Now Joe Biden repeats with it and feels that Donald Trump didn't go far enough. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, attorney Farley Weiss president of the National Council of Young Israel, will examine the 2020 presidential election and the American Jewish vote. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, 
What was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold in your house. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Patriot App Tip number 5. Listening to 960 on the Patriot App but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot App at your app store today. Well, it's 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we've got uh, we've got two callers, but i got some business to take care of. Larry Harker's Auto Repairs at 38th Avenue and Indian School has been there since 1967. When you walk in the front, you're going to talk to Ellen, and if you think that you're going to out-techie-talk her, you're wrong. You ought to stick with the symptoms and ask for an estimate. Ask what's the diagnostic fee and ask for the estimate when you get there. There's a lot of women in our industry that have been around the block a long time, and one of the things they tell me is we don't really like um, the hairy-chested guy that comes in and tries to techie-talk us. So when you go to Larry Harker's Auto, be nice to Ellen. They've been around since 1967, 38th Avenue and Indian School, and between Bob and Jeremy, you've got two of the finest technicians I know. Bob is part owner with Ellen, and Jeremy is their son-in-law. And I'm telling you, those two guys can diagnose things. So if you live in that area and nobody else can fix it, then perhaps you ought to stop by um, Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue. Can you tell him I took my eyes off? Jerry, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, Looking for a used vehicle. Looking for a Dodge, uh, probably Durango. Uh, The question I have is the 3.6 motor. What's your opinion on the 3.6 motor? And I don't. Most of, okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And the other one was most of the ones we're coming across are either all wheel drive or four wheel drive. I don't like it. Um, and it's too many moving parts for me. Kind of simple. Uh, and you can't drift them around the corners in the rain. Well, it depends. So, it depends on the four wheel drive. If we took take it out of four wheel drive and we put it in two wheel drive, we're disconnecting the front end. And so going through the rain sideways is certainly possible. All-wheel okay. drive, it's not. But four-wheel okay. drive typically has some kind of a lever that allows you to go to neutral, four-low, high-low, and normal. So, And if you're going to buy something, may I suggest that you have somebody check it out. It's called a used car checkover. It can cost $100, but let me tell you why. little old lady brought in a Maxima the other day, and she sat in the lobby, and she says, I'm getting ready to buy this. We wrote $1,200 worth of work it needs now. <laughs> and wow. We documented it with pictures and all that kind of stuff. She came back in and she says two things. And I thought, okay, one of them is you're an idiot. And she says, no, two things. Number one, they fixed based on your list, and they knocked $500 off to, to compensate me for the $100 I paid wow. for the used car lot. So she, this lady make a lot of money, and I would suggest that after you're serious, just take it to the shop that you patronize and say, I want a used car checkover. Otherwise, I want to know what it needs today, um, in three months, and in six months to the best of your ability. And that's what I would do if I were you. Okay? Okay. And right. the 3.6 motor? 
You know, it's not on my radar screen, so I'm going to give it a, an A or a B. It's just <laughs> not something that there's so many different motor combinations that I would go, Ugh. but your 3.6 isn't. That's a V6, yes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like Dodge, um, and that, that used purchase of a Durango is not going to bother me a bit. And if there's a problem, they'll find it in the used car checkover, but the 3.6 doesn't bother me. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Chris, you're up next. Uh, good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a 2016 Ford Focus ST, and, and uh, I think I might have a couple of issues going on. I don't know if they might be related. Uh, when I'm at high um, high speeds between probably, say, 75 to 80 miles an hour, my car really shakes uh not violently, but it's very noticeable such that I, I want to drop down to low mileage so I can get, try to, get, try to uh, mitigate that. Okay. And then when I'm at low, uh, speeds, when I take my hand off the steering wheel, it kind of moves left and right. And, uh, but the, it still is aligned. It doesn't, it doesn't move off the, the center line, but the steering wheel just moves left and right. So I don't know if those two things are related to them. I, I might have two different things going on there. I, I think, well, first of all, I'm intrigued by the fact that you have to go 75 to 80. First of all, why don't you tell me where you live in your last name so I can have somebody come and visit you? I'm teasing you, of course. Um, and I'm intrigued by the fact that it goes up that high, and I'm thinking to myself, a tire balance problem would have come on a long time before that. He's not touching yeah. the brake, so it's not a brake problem. So I was kind of sitting there running that through my half-cockeyed computer. Then you said to me, I got play in the steering wheel, and if the car doesn't pull left and right, and I go, woo-hoo. So I, I would have to drive it, but... I want you to know that you should not be able to turn the steering wheel left to right at 75 and 80 miles an hour without the car following the direction. But the fact that it goes straight down the road intrigues me because that means that the alignment's not necessarily off, but we may have a tire that is suffering from the fact that we've got a little play in the front end. And if the tire mm -hmm. is suffering, then it has abnormal tread wear, which can cause the vibration you just talked about. The good news is is to put this up on the rack, go drive it, and shake down the front end and look at the tires and all that kind of stuff is probably going to cost you 50 bucks at most shops. So it's not that okay. big of a deal. So, and, okay. And, and tell me where you're driving 75 to 80. <laughs> only, only, oh, I, I, I've, I've gotten up in years, so it's only on the, it's only on the highways. So it uh, it was it was just really noticeable when I would take my kids and I when we would drove up to Tucson okay. and you know you don't you don't want to be doing sixty five no, there you no. now let me in the case anybody asks that then then this is the right question you know Mark it's it's I'm not really driving I'm asking on behalf of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I used to be a policeman, yeah. and, I, and I'm really quick at thinking about those things. And so yeah, when I yeah. asked you that, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I wonder if he's going to blame it on his wife. But anyway, have no, you ever done no. radio before? Uh, no, I, I, I have not. But uh, I've, I've always uh, wanted to do uh, radio ads, getting the voiceover work and whatnot. So if you guys have any openings, I'll be more than happy to read whatever ads you guys have. <laughs> All you got to do is, is read something for 60 seconds and submit it. But you have a good radio voice is what I'm getting at. Uh, Gil even said that when he took the call. He goes, next caller is going to be Chris, and he's got a great radio voice. And so when I, you start I, talking, I said, 
I agree. So anyway, if you, right. if you need if you need a second job, that might be something you want to do. All righty? Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Have a good morning. And same to you. Thank you. Kurtz Auto Repair is up at I-17 in Bellies on the northeast corner. I've known Kurtz for many, many years. I trust him. I send people to him that are outside my geographical area that we cover. And I've never had a chance to have to deal with a mad customer that came from Kurtz. In fact, I get lots of calls that said, I took it into Kurtz like you said. I told him the symptoms and not what my husband said it was, and Kurt fixed it, and to my complete satisfaction. So if you're in that area of Bell and I-17 and you don't have a shop, you always do this. Go in and get an oil change. See how they treat you. Because here's, here's the, what you got to know. Business has been slow for a while, although I get lots of calls and I make some calls. Hey, how's business? And all of us have said in the last week to two weeks things are start popping in our industry but here's the problem when you go in for an oil change and every time you go in that they give you a laundry list of things that need to be done you need to go someplace else and you need to explain how you drive the car how far you drive the car um and and any of the symptoms that, or you say to them you say i need full t- four tires why uh well they're wearing funny well, what would be a symptom of wearing funny? Well, you've probably got a rumble noise. I don't have a rumble noise. car doesn't pull left and right. I don't have any steering problems at all. I'll tell you what. Just write it down, put your initials next to it, and put the estimate on there. And you know what? They'll never do that. You're asking them to write it down, sign it, and put their initials next to it and the estimate. They're not going to do that. They're going to come up with some other excuse. So the idea is, what symptom are you going to fix that I have today that necessitates this $1,100 worth of work. That's how it really is supposed to be. So Kurtz Auto Repair is a good place to go. Do we don't have any other callers? Lines are open, open 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's lots of shops in town that are really, really good. I have a transmission shop and a paint and body shop on my list that I've used myself. I know they're good. I use them myself. I would send my mom to them. I would send my dad to them. I would send all of my family to them. And speaking of moms and dads, to all of you mothers out there, um, I hope you have a happy Mother's Day tomorrow. At my house, we're up here at the horse property in Payson, I've got great-grandma and then grandma and then daughter and then daughter. So great-grandma is, his last name is Corley, then my wife is next, Renee, and then next is our Andy, our daughter, and then next is Josie. So there's four generations. The fear I have and the problem I have is is that they're all out garage sailing. I call it junkin'. And, um, <laughs> and they took my truck, which means they're planning on buying a lot of crap. Nevertheless, it's Mother's Day, so I'm going to just get past all of that and and um, and just say, what the heck. Another thing, I had my barn painted, and I walked through the barn with the painter, and it's one I've used before, and I really like him and stuff. And we walked through the barn, and I said, okay, well, you know, we had talked about these three doors needing to be redone. They're nice wooden doors that cover the, the bathroom and cover my workshop and, and cover the uh, bathroom workshop oh in the tack room and um, he was going to paint the barn and we discussed the colors and where we're going to use stain and all that kind of stuff and so he did it and it was really a great job and we had written a check for the amount he had quoted us and then he called me and said I need another 800 for the doors and I said I thought the doors was included 
And he says, no, it wasn't. And I said, well, let me tell you what I remember. And so I regurgitated that we were standing here and we were looking and I said, I need the door. Now, he had done my front door before and he took my front door and made it look like he took my front door that was a minus 20 and made it look like a, a, a 50. I mean, it was just a stunning restoration of my door. So I just kind of, I said, okay. Um, uh, and he goes, well, you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. And I said, well, I I need to think about it. So I talked to her today, my wife, and she said something that was kind of made a lot of sense. She said, the doors really look great. <laughs> she says they did a, f- and they did the water room door. So they really did four doors. And she says, based on what he said, he paid us, we paid $160 to have the both doors, all four doors stripped and then restained and revarnished and all that other kind of stuff. And she says, and don't forget, he charged us $400 for the front door. And I said, well, the front door was really bad. So anyway, we paid him the $800, but we also said to him, with all due respect, we need to make sure that we always know what you're doing and it's included in the estimate that you've already given us. I'm not telling you that to tell you I'm a hero or anything like that, but the real, the thing that pushed us over the edge was what a nice job they did on the doors compared to, and the cost compared to the front door. So we paid it. It's not because we could afford it. It's just because we paid it because that's the way it's supposed to be. Got anybody else, Gil? Yes, we have Charles. Charles, good morning. Yeah, morning. I've wondered this for many years, and you know, um, why new car engines don't require a break-in period. As I remember before, you know, in the seventies and eighties, you had to, you know, accelerate, decelerate, don't drive to steady speed, and you know, okay. and all that seems to have gone away. And I can answer that for you. Um, today, our our making of the motors is quite different than it was in the old days. And number two, in in the in the old days, um, we didn't really have, um, we didn't go fast, and we had substantial oil, and the motors were going to tr- go to heaven, motor heaven, at 80 to 100,000 miles. The only thing I tell people with today is, is don't drive your car on cruise control for the first thousand, or first couple thousand miles. I don't want the motor to sit in one place. I want you to throttle up and back off, throttle up and back off, throttle up and back off. I want you to do that to your motor. That's how we wear it the best. But I can tell you this much. We've done analysis after first oil changes on cars because we think that's a good idea to see if there's anything coming apart inside the new engine. And I want to tell you the amount of metal in the oil after three, five, six, seven, eight thousand miles is so minuscule, which means we're already polished. We're not shedding metal, and we're not having to polish all the cylinders and the pistons and the rings. So I agree with you. That was something a long time ago. But I told my wife when she got her new Edge, did I say she had a Ford? I made a mistake. It was whatever. I said to her, no cruise control for the first two or 3,000 miles. I want you to vary the throttle. And see, you you hit the throttle, and you kind of rattle the motor, and then you let go of the throttle, and you oil it up. So you rattle it up. Rattle it and then oil it. Rattle it and oil it. With cruise control, you don't really get to do that. So anyway, Charles, thank you for bringing that up. Hopefully that answers your question. And the last question is, is our oil today is so far superior than the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and even to some degree the 80s. Far superior. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open.